We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Raptors Nation? It is Luca here back with the Raptors Nation podcast. Hope you're all doing well on this Thursday, January 11th. As the New Look Raptors, we're going to talk about them. I'm going to give you my overall reaction to what I've seen so far to begin this new year. Also, Pascal Siakam's plans have been revealed. We're going to get into that. And then finally, there is a Western Conference team that is reportedly interested in the two-time All-Star Pascal Siakam. So before we dive right into it, please do me a solid, everybody. Hit a like over here on YouTube and subscribe to the channel, to the Raptors Nation YouTube channel. I'm dropping videos basically every day on here. And also, you can get this podcast wherever you find your podcast on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Be sure to leave us a five-star review. It would help a ton. So I first want to talk about what we saw in that game against the Clippers. R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, really what we've seen from them during the Raptors' tenure to this point. Both players have been flourishing. And I know people are going to look at this overall and say, you know, the new look Raptors are 3-3, three and three, they're 500, but don't let the record distract you from the fact that this has been a much better team. This has been a much more fun team to watch. There's been more balance. and. The Raptors are finally that team that is putting up a big fight, no matter who they go up against. I mean, in these losses, the Raptors could have very well won the games. I mean, you look at them taking care of business against the Grizzlies the way that they did. And I'm talking about the West Coast trip here. Then they absolutely blow the Golden State Warriors out in their building. And then in these losses, you look at these losses, it took a controversial game for them to lose against the Lakers. They only lost that game by one. And then before that, you know, they had that loss against the Sacramento Kings. It came out after that quickly should have been awarded three free throws when he was fouled. So that was another game that the Raptors were in. And then this past game didn't upset me that they lost. I mean, you talk about the circumstances. The Raptors were without two starters and Bianca Pirtle and Siakam, who the Raptors sat out for precautionary reasons because he was dealing with back spasms. And the Raptors nearly beat 
one of the hottest teams in the league, a team that I think is a legitimate championship contender in the Los Angeles Clippers. So you got to look at the big picture here. The Raptors, yeah, they're still under 500. Yeah, they're still on the outside looking in, but it's not about the play-in. It's not even about the playoffs this season. It's about getting this team right, putting the right pieces together, and building towards something special over the long haul. And right now, I mean, it has just been great seeing the production from two guys who are indeed going to be a part of this team's future moving forward. R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly have arrived. They have taken this opportunity in front of them, and they have ran with it. Both guys have been excellent since making their debuts for this Raptors team. As you look at this past game against the Clippers, they were the reason why the Raptors shorthanded as they were had a chance there at the end, late in the fourth quarter, still knocking on the door, still putting up a fight, still battling hard. It was because of these guys. Emmanuel quickly, 25.6 assists, four rebounds, 7-16 from the field, 2-4 from threes, 9-9 nine nine from the free throw line. I mean, he is that engine that just can spark out of nowhere. And we've seen it. The Emmanuel quickly outbursts are real, folks. I mean, he could get off to a slow start, and then he quickly turns it around. And it's great to see because we haven't seen a dynamic guard like this with the Raptors in quite some time. And then R.J. Barrett, he continues to put up consistent play and efficient play. R.J. in that loss against the Clippers, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 10 of 16 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. Not only is R.J. being aggressive, not only is he getting downhill, finding his spots, but he's hitting the three with consistency. And that was the thing about RJ's game. If he could put together these consistent shooting outings, especially from beyond the arc, you knew he was going to be such a big get for this Raptors team in this deal. And so far, these two players have just been excellent in their role, and they have been just perfect fits in this Raptors starting five. And, and you look at essentially who the Raptors get back in this deal. They got back two quality starters. And these are two guys who are immediately making impacts. It's not about letting them, you know, uh, waiting and see how they're going to fit and taking the slow approach. They have come in since day one and they have made solid contributions on this team. As you look at RJ since the trade, I'm talking about overall numbers now, 21.4 points per game. 7.2 rebounds, 3.4 assists per game, shooting at 58.5% from the field. That's a real number, folks. 50% from three, that's also a real number. RJ's been shooting at 50% from three since the trade. 70% true shooting percentage and a plus eight. And then Emmanuel quickly overall since the trade, 18 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 6.2 assists per game on 43.1% shooting, 45.7% shooting from three. 57% true shooting percentage plus 19. And this is via the X account, GTJ got next. Some good stuff right there. So the numbers don't lie. The eye test hasn't lied. Emmanuel Quickly and RJ Barrett have been really, really sound fits on this basketball team. And you just look ahead to the future, having these guys with Scotty Barnes, who's most definitely going to be in the mix, barbecue, they're going to be cooking for many years to come. So I am actually 
excited about these two nice pieces that have come on over, what they have shown me thus far, and just picturing the long-term plan of having them with Barnes. And you guys know me. I've been very critical of this team. The Raptors have something in this spot. They are in a good position with these two. And I know people want to see Barnes get more aggressive, find his offense. I'm not going to lie. I was expecting more from Barnes in that game against the Clippers, especially with Pascal Siakam out. But you guys got to understand too, losing a very defense, a very good defensive player, one of the best defensive players in the league in OJ Nanobi, somebody's got to make up for that defense. So while we all want to see Scotty Barnes dominate and look like that superstar, look like that face of the league that Darko called him in that epic post-game rant, it's nice to see Scotty Barnes get help. And it's nice to see Scotty Barnes have teammates who he can rely on and who can come through on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm not concerned about Scotty's usage rate of the numbers, you know, not looking the same prior to the trade. The bottom line is you want to win games. You want to look good. And so far, like I said, they're three and three, but overall since the trade, if you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. They have looked like a much better basketball team. So that is the bottom line. You want to put together a good team. That are going to and pieces that are going to complement each other well. And I think the Raptors have something here. So, RJ Barrett and quickly, I know the Knicks are super, super happy with their return because OG and the Knicks are undefeated at the time of this recording. But from a Raptors fan's perspective here, I mean, there's not too many Raptors fans that are upset about what the Raptors got in return. Barrett and quickly, they have just exceeded the expectations to this point. So, hopefully, they can continue their hot play and their consistent play over the next couple weeks and months here. So we are going to move on now as uh, we're going to talk about somebody who may or may not be in the Raptors long-term plans. And that is Pascal Siakam, right? The Raptors, they have that nice core. It seems of good young talent. You look at the ages of these guys, you know, uh, Scotty Barnes is 22. R.J. Barrett is 23. Emmanuel Quickly is 24. So they're all going to grow together. The biggest question now is what will happen with Pascal Siakam, who's turning 30 years old this year, doesn't necessarily fit this timeline. There's obviously two sides of this. You know, part of the fan base that wants to see him go, try to cash in on a package that's going to further complement the core pieces here and build towards something. And there's also the other side of the fan base that wants Siakam to stay because. I'm not going to deny it. Spicy barbecue 
with Siakam in the mix with these three guys, it has looked good in the very small sample size. I'm still not deferring from what I want to see and what I think is going to happen. And that is, I, I do think things are going to heat up here and something could very well go down for Pascal Siakam. And it's been reported that the Raptors are looking for young players with star upside. So that kind of boils down to a couple of teams. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, I want to talk about Siakam's plans reportedly being revealed here. And this was a good piece by Sam Amick over at The Athletic. So I'm just going to read you a couple uh, quotes here from Amick. And I quote, according to two league sources, the Kings should have very little, if any, optimism regarding the prospect of Siakam resigning in the summer if they were to land him. With that in mind, it should surprise no one that the Kings are unwilling to include second-year forward Keegan Murray in a deal. Amick goes on to write, it remains possible that the Raptors and Siakam will agree on an extension, especially if the trade market is underwhelming enough that Toronto's president, Masai Ujiri, decides to hold on to him past the deadline. But either way, Siakam is seeking a full-term max salary deal no matter where he ultimately lands. And while Siakam has not asked for a trade, the sources say he doesn't view the Kings as a good long-term fit if the Raptors choose to move him. So a couple of things from this. Number one, and it's been talked about at large by even Shams, there is a big possibility here that the Raptors do bring back Siakam because we know his contract situation, we know he's on an expiring deal, and we know Masai Ujiri is a patient man, and he's going to want to get the best return for his star player. And if that doesn't happen due to the circumstances, there could be a scenario where the Raptors just bring him back. However, there is a world where, you know, teams take that gamble, run the risk of trading for Siakam and feel good about bringing him back. But in this situation, it seems like Siakam wouldn't want to sign a long-term deal with the Kings. So this effectively removes the Kings from the sweepstakes. So Siakam, based on this, is going to be seeking that full-term max salary, which we had known of a couple weeks before where it was said that Siakam is going to test free agency and he wants that four-year max deal, which, I mean, I don't blame the guy for wanting that. And obviously, if he makes All-NBA, he could be in line for the super max. So that is going to change the dynamic of this a little bit of what teams are willing to offer for somebody who could essentially be a rental in the grand scheme of things. So this doesn't surprise me that Siakam's going to want his full contract, his money. And now we're going to see if there are going to be teams that step up to the plate and do take a chance. So based on this, and it was even reported before the Raptors-Kings game last Friday that the Kings had pulled out of trade talks. And I think it probably went a little something where the Raptors wanted Keegan Murray and the Kings weren't a, willing to give up from him. And the Kings, you know, they have other guys who they're looking to shop, like a Herder, a Mitchell, and that's clearly not going to get it done, it seems, for Siakam. So that is why when I look at this grand picture of teams who can potentially make a deal for Siakam, I, I boil it down to the Indiana Pacers and a team that Shams recently linked to Siakam, and that is the Golden State Warriors. And the reason why I have these teams at the forefront is because Indiana has good young pieces with star potential. That is the protocol the Raptors are looking for. That is the team that could get aggressive, looking to pair 
a star with Halliburton is they could look at the current landscape of the Eastern Conference and take a look at it and say, hey, you know, the Bucks have shown their vulnerabilities and really outside of the Celtics, this East could maybe be a wide open race so they could get aggressive. But then we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This team in particular, I think, could get really aggressive and really desperate, especially given some of the things we've seen come out recently. And that is the Golden State Warriors are a team that could be looking to make some trades and could be looking to shuffle the deck here. As Sham said today that the mindset in Golden State right now is everyone but Stephen Curry is on the table. And then Sham said the other day that the Warriors do have a level of interest in Siakam, but they're trying to first see how things are going to play out with the return of Draymond Green. So when you look at this situation here, it makes the most sense because the Warriors, they're not looking to pack it in. They're, they they want to still maximize Stephen Curry's window here because Stephen Curry is still playing, all things considered, at a high level. And this is a team that could be willing to take a big risk of bringing a star in like Siakam to try to save their season. And this isn't the first time that Siakam has been linked to the Warriors. Chris Haynes even talked about it. And then on the flip side of it, the Warriors have young, intriguing pieces that could be of interest to the Raptors. You know, guys like Kaminga, Moses Moody, who are still scratching the surface. They got a filler piece that would work in terms of a trade. A couple of them. You could either, you know, put in Wiggins or Paul to make the salary work. They got some draft capital. So I would not be surprised if something goes down between the Warriors and the Raptors. And this is actually according to Anthony Slater of The Athletic, who said that the Warriors and Raptors have been in discussions on a substantial level revolving Siakam, and we saw when the Raptors took on the Warriors, Mike Dunleavy and Ujiri, they were talking. And, you know, they're obviously talking in trades and nothing else at this juncture of the season. So the Warriors, they are struggling. Their season is quickly fading. This is a team that could look to get aggressive, could be desperate to trade for a star. Siakam would be the perfect type of complimentary piece to Steph and the Warriors could put together a compelling package for Toronto. I know there was another report out there saying that the Warriors would be unwilling to move on 
from Siakam, uh, from Jonathan Kaminga. I think that was according to Michael Grange. But hey, when you got a team that is desperately trying to maximize the window of a legendary player, that is Stephen Curry, a future Hall of Famer, they could be willing to, you know, break here and give the Raptors what they want. And maybe... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Raptors in this situation could have full leverage, knowing that the Warriors are looking to make a deal desperately to try to save their season. So things are going to get interesting, especially if the Warriors continue to struggle. And as the market kind of dwindles down, as you know, teams realistically look at their situation, and some of them are like the Kings going to back out. It wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors end up being the favorite to Lance Siakam as we get closer to the trade deadline and the deal gets done between both sides. Makes a lot of sense, especially if both parties are willing to be a little bit flexible in their approach here. So things are getting interesting, but in terms of the Raptors overall, guys, there's a lot to be excited about. Definitely looks like a much different situation than the one we had before the new year, but the young place, the young pieces that are in place here, the guys who are definitely going to be here for the next little while, you know, Barnes, Barrett, quickly, they look good. And then Pascal Siakam, we could see a team like the Warriors get desperate and maybe the Raptors have some leverage with him and they could cash in on another solid package as they did for OG and really set themselves up for the future here. Because like I said at the top of the show, just to kind of put a, a bow on this, it's not about now. It's not about this season for the Raptors. It's about setting this team up for the foreseeable future and for future success. They've already done that with the trade for OG. We've seen it in a small sample size, but it looks very promising. And now they could do the same with Siakam. So we will see how things play out here, but that is going to conclude today's show, guys. Let me know your thoughts to some of the topics that I touched on in today's show let me know how you're feeling about the current raptors and what do you think this team's going to do with pascal siakam let me know your take down below be sure to hit a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you are new again leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast and that will conclude today's episode that is it for me is lucas signing off as always thanks so much for watching until next time stay safe